0: Hello beautiful humans, I'm Dr. Anna Karen, and we are living in Paradox, a place where awakening souls seek challenging answers. You know, as well as I do, that the common narrative needs an upgrade, and that to heal ourselves and our environment, we need a new way of living. Here we will move beyond the either-or thinking that keeps us so divided, and step into a worldview of both and, thus embodying a life of connection that has room for everything. I offer you these imaginings and insights, these heartfelt conversations and challenging ideas as encouragements to take your next step and then another, as together we create a happier and healthier world. Take a deep breath, relax, and let's dive into Paradox. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Dr. Anna Karin, and today I am pondering getting seriously playful, I had a friend ask me the other day, we were talking about play, and she said, What is play to you? And man, did that send me down a rabbit hole. (laughs) I couldn't answer her, which was shocking in and of itself. You would think that in this day and age when uh, there is a lot of emphasis on enjoying life and being able to um, relax and kick back and all that, play is clearly an important component of well-being and i had basically forgotten how to really get serious about being playful so i started to take a look at that and i realized that uh, through my life you know there were the key I would say the kind of the key traumatic moments that I can remember were when that youthful enthusiasm or that young eagerness or that inquisitive perspective on the world got squashed in some way shape or form and you know I think it's just part of life because there is this whole idea you know the whole adage you know children shall be seen and not heard but i think it's hard when we're adults to really allow to really enable to really support that energy both from the point of view that you know we're traumatized and you know can't necessarily possibly access that energy ourselves and then you know you're concerned about the children in your life you know you understand that if they go nuts and just ride around crazy on their bikes without their helmet on or whatever they could hurt themselves um also you know life is stressful and having children screaming running jumping bouncing all those kinds of things um doesn't really allow for you know that stress to be resolved in any way possibly even being a huge add-on to everyday stress so you can see why parents and teachers i mean can you imagine i can't even imagine being a teacher i know some people do it brilliantly and i've certainly had my share of really wonderful teachers that have um you know encouraged me in different ways or opened my eyes in new ways and at the same time how do you have 30 kids in a room particularly younger kids and you know have them all bouncing off the wall i mean that would certainly be um, antithetical to the idea of learning and such and I, i i understand I understand why the teachers want you to sit down and be quiet and raise your hand and do those things but it doesn't really I mean school in and of itself let's be let's be real here the the educational system as it stands is not really there to support kids in being playful um recess really <laughs> you know and and more and more they're cutting back on things like Um, physical education and arts and crafts and music and things like that, that do touch into those areas of playfulness. And so kids are kind of left with a lot of homework. I don't know about, I'd never had homework. Did Did you have homework as a kid? But these kids these days, they have this incredible amount of homework that they have to do. They have to sit quietly in their desks for as long as they do during the day. And then they have homework at night when they get home, much to the parents disappointment. (laughs) It's hard to help those kids with some of those things. And so I don't know it doesn't leave a lot of room for spontaneous play. So maybe we really do need to get serious about being playful. Get seriously playful and I also had a couple situations as a child when I, I kind of like really let myself go into what I would call some very exuberant energies and in fact I actually hurt myself. So in just personally in my experience um, that that showed me that that kind of energy wasn't necessarily safe I remember being at a birthday party and we were gosh I don't know how old I was maybe six or seven and we were running around the house and I slipped and hit my head on the corner of the of the counter in the kitchen which at the time you know counters had sharp corners and you know cut the area next to my eye pretty bad I could have have literally blinded myself had I landed slightly differently so I think there is an element of you know wanting to be safe and secure, but that kind of playful, spontaneous energy, as I look at it now, that's where all my creativity comes from. That's where a lot of my joy comes from, and in fact, the body is designed to take in information in that way. You know, we have our, you know, as the brother brothers, Corin describe the whole body instrument. And that system in your body, the system of your sensations and feelings and um, how you express what you say and possibly scream and squeal. (laughs) Those are all what allow us to experience the world and express into the world. Sometimes it's enjoyable. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's pleasurable, sometimes it's difficult. But all of it adds up to an authentic experience. And uh, you know, I think too in our uh, you know in our adult lives, we're definitely pushed into situations where we kind of still have to sit down and behave, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever been in uh, meetings. Um, I remember I was involved with a spiritual group. Um, this was many moons ago. And the, the premise of the group was really full essential realization, like full body, full energy realization of your, of your innate self. And yet there were times where if you did go into this kind of like happy, spontaneous, exuberant space, it was very judged. It was kind of squashed and shamed. Like that is not deep enough. You know, that's not real enough. That's not authentic enough. But you know what? I say it is. And um, while I was working with that organization, we had a lot of, in quotes, staff meetings. And, you know, the idea of just like tossing out how you felt or tossing out how what you saw things working and how, you know, what your expression was in that moment really was not how these things happened. And I'm assuming that's the way it is in most of the business world. I haven't had a ton of experience in um, those kinds of settings, but, you know, we're taught to, you know, stay in line, we're taught to be appropriate, we're taught to, you know, not rock the boat. And when we see people that do that, I think there's this um, possible judgment of it. But I think there's also an internal longing, like, wow, I wish I could be that free. Um, And you see someone who's, you know, rocking to their own tune, uh, living their own life. And this is kind of the purview of artists. You know, we allow artists a lot more slack in that view. In fact, we kind of expect it from artists. But... Aren't we all artists in our own way, in our own life? Aren't we creating and crafting our life to the best that we can? So I say, let's get seriously playful. And in my examination of that, I luckily, well, I don't know if it was luck or just the universe, Tapping me on the shoulder, just recently ran into a um, post from Jenny Parker Brown, the um, publisher and editor of the House of Preeminence online magazine, which I will drop the notes in uh, into the bottom there, and so you can check that out. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful magazine, and she does a, a tremendous amount of great work, you know, helping people, supporting people, and you know, manifesting a beautiful life. And her latest post was all about how can I have more fun? Which to me is why you would be playful in the first place, is to have fun. And certainly I am someone who could use a lot more fun in my life, especially since I can't even answer the question, what is play to me? So she had some awesome questions that I'm going to go into here. And one the first one is, what haven't you done for ages that would really feel like fun? And as I pondered that, one of the things I used to love to do was dance. You know, I had several um, periods in my life where I found a really great club or a really great venue that either played amazing music or had unbelievable um, live music and I must admit I'm kind of a wacky dancer. I, I, don't, I can't do partner dancing, um, I don't follow steps, but the thing that I do love is just becoming the music and letting that resonate through me and I think that can happen for people in a lot of different ways. I think that's why people do sports, they really let themselves drop in and become the movement of the sport that allows them to you know, succeed. And sure, competition gets in there. A lot of people like to you know, win and be very skilled and, and you know, have that whole situation too. But I think the beauty of sports um, really allows that. It really gives that moment of just being present with the movement, and the connection, and the, the interaction of um, energy in, in the game, or in the music. And, um, and that really brings me to another thing I'd love to do, which was riding my bike, which I have a bike, and I don't really ride, which is kind of silly, really. Um, and so just that feeling of the wind and usually I plug in my iPod and listen to some great music and tool around and look at nature and wave to all the other people who are out on the trail. You know, why do I not do that more often? That is like a super good question. And I think really just kind of comes down to habit. I'm not in the habit of taking my play seriously and that's kind of a big shame and then another question that jenny parker brown poses is what can you treat yourself now that would feel special because i think there's also the just the enjoyment element the beauty element of play you know when we step away from the shoulda coulda woulda Scenarios, the places where we think we should be something different than what we really are. And letting ourselves relax, letting ourselves enjoy. And one of the things that I love, I fortunately live in Florida, I love walking on the beach, just having my feet in the sand. And it's summertime now, so it's warm. So the water's warm. So even being in the water is delightful. And again, it's not something I do that often. And again, I think it's because somehow I've learned that that kind of thing, that kind of play, isn't as important, isn't as vital as all the other million things I do in a day that, you know, have more substance to them, you know, has more validity. I mean, certainly earning a living is important. But I think I might be more effective at that if I also scheduled in some playtime. And that is her next question, is how soon can you get that on your calendar? Now, I'm someone who's also kind of, you know, I put important um, events and, you know, appointments and things like that on my calendar, because otherwise I would never remember them. But do I schedule myself for things that I enjoy Now that's a thought. You know, block out times for this is a time I'm going to do something playful. Now, if I get too, too, you know, structured about it, I'm probably going to go into my rebel and resist it. But if, like, what if I blocked out just, you know, a few periods each week where I could just stop and go, what do I feel like doing? What, how could I play in this moment? What would be enjoyable? What would really feed that part of my soul? So I'm going to do that. So I'll keep you posted on how that works. Another question that she asks, I think is so relevant, is how could you reinvent your dreams? When I look at that, I realize that a lot of the dreams that I've been putting a lot of energy to are kind of done. You know, I had, you know, the various dreams that I had as a younger person. You know, and now I'm just kind of in the habit of reinforcing those dreams and not allowing new dreams to emerge. And I I think that's another huge benefit of taking your place seriously is you open yourself up to new inspiration you open yourself up to new ideas you open yourself up to something unimagined and when we're in that open excited enthusiastic space who knows what might drop in who knows what future dream we might be able to access and start building from that in and of itself it's like a huge huge reason to start cultivating a more serious attitude towards and jenny parker brown ends with fun isn't frivolous it's medicine there's a whole pharmacy of happy chemicals that swirled around in you when you're in fun mode. It is life saving. And that is so true. Huge opportunity to step out of the whole fight or flight the whole upset, stress cycle. That is so easy to get caught up in and just break that up and let your body reset and let yourself enjoy. So I got curious and I looked up play, looked up the definition of play. And one dictionary says play is to exercise or employ oneself in diversion, amusement or recreation. I love that word recreation. Is that recreating our lives? To do something in sport that is not to be taken seriously definitely love that part to amuse oneself to take part or engage in a game now I love all of those definitions but it I you know honestly I'm not sure I still know what it means to me but in looking that up I realized that one of the things that I do to amuse myself one of the things that I do to uh created diversion or recreation is I look things up. <laughs> I am definitely a citizen scientist at heart, you know, and love to learn things and love to you know find things out. Even things that I don't necessarily agree with. It's always interesting to see what all is out there in the information realm. And so Th- that really, that realization gave me a whole new appreciation for really acknowledging that I play a lot because I love to find things out. I love to research things. I love to look things up. And just in speaking that and just in declaring that, it changes my whole view of how I spend my life. I, def- I definitely play. And I know that I can very much, very easily incorporate other elements of play. Things like, oh gosh, I used to love to do Legos. Does anyone else love to do Legos? (laughs) And I used to love to play Trivial Pursuit, which I don't do anymore. And that kind of makes me look at that whole idea of structured play structured games you know because Legos come with instructions right you know if you want to build it make it look like the picture on the box you you follow it step by step and while there can be you know huge enjoyment in that gosh I've done that a lot there's also something about just looking at a whole box of Lego pieces and trying to see what might emerge from that like what what interaction can I have with all those different pieces that would um, create something, recreate something different than the picture on the box? So to me, there's both aspects. There's the interaction with the structures in our lives where we can have a playful, seriously playful attitude. And then there's a the whole other realm of, of playfulness, seriously playfulness that allows us to explore new avenues, you know, to go where no one has gone before. And to me, that that's art. That's the art of life. That's the art of enjoyment of giving the space and the time to daydream to think of what's possible. And in that daydreaming find a new expression find the next possibility so daydreaming is a playful place for me and honestly i do it quite a bit you know just sit and ponder things as you might have guessed since that's like such a huge theme in my podcasts is the pondering so i'll leave you with this what is play really to you? How can you find more play? How can you acknowledge the ways that you play in your life? How can you bring that pleasure to the things that you do on a regular basis? How can you find new things? How can you let new expressions come in? How can you engage the world from a seriously playful place. And once again, I want to give a shout out to love. The one thing in the universe. The one thing that has no opposite. So let yourself love your play. Let yourself love your life. Let yourself love everything that's happening around you and let it inspire you to live a seriously playful life. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Living in Paradox Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at drannakarin.com. That's D-R-A-N-N-A-K-A-R-I-N.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll meet you in Paradox.